What's up, y'all? Welcome back into the Podcast Bucket Podcast. Tana Demwang here with y'all, as always, was not able to do a podcast last week. Um, I would have some pretty big news on the coaching carousel front about a week ago on the last Monday, um, last Monday afternoon. And we're going to get right into that right here with uh, Kevin Cassis leaving Lehigh to take over the job um, left by Sean Cohen, the, the offensive coordinator position at Virginia. Sean Cohen, obviously now the new head coach at Dartmouth. So you had kind of uh, seen reports and heard, you know, Virginia was pursuing um, big names for the OC opening. And I think we had mentioned on the podcast, like, it was going to be tough to replace Sean Cohen and to, and we'll see what Kevin Cassis does here, but to even match, like, th- that kind of cachet that, that Sean Cohen had had earned for himself at Virginia as a coach, you had to make a splash hire. Going and getting another team's head coach, a successful head coach at that, in Kevin Cassis, is about as splashy of a hire as Lars Tiffany and Virginia could have made for this position. Um, this is a really, really big hire here for the Cavaliers. Um, so I first want to talk about Virginia, and then we'll talk about the Lehigh aspect of this as well. Um, so, you know, Virginia, you know, coming off of the season they had, coming off the seasons they've had, right, the Wallace Tiffany era has been uh, it, plentiful, if you will, in terms of success for Virginia. Two national titles, a championship weekend appearance last year as well, this past season, 2023. Fantastic. Um, Virginia's been the cream of the crop in college lacrosse for, what, four or five years now? Like They've been the cream of the crop. They've been one of the best teams, one of the most consistent teams um, in college well, class, uh, you know, we're about, you know, going on to 2024, heading towards there. So we're almost like, you know, halfway through the, the, the 2020s to an extent, you know, 25. But right now, if you were to say like early team of the decade, Virginia's in that running for just the amount of success they've had. Um, And again, like to make a, a higher that was going to even match what Sean Cohen was, was going to have to be a splashy hire. And they get they pull Kevin Cassis away from Lehigh. You know, it's been known that he's been shopping around for, I shouldn't say shopping around, but he has entertained other job offers um, in recent years. Uh, head coaching jobs, I, I should mention. To come be a... a from being a head coach, running your own program, to come and be an offensive coordinator at a place like Virginia, 
you know, that's a big risk to take, I would say, to leave a head coaching position, a stable one at that, like for an assistant coaching position. That's a big leap of faith um, for Coach Cassis to make that. Um, you know, it, this is great for Virginia. Like, this is great for Virginia. Um, you know, Cassis did lead the offense at times at Lehigh while he was also the head coach. That included this past season. Uh, they had Will Scudder on staff as the DC, and then Matt Francis was, was an assistant coach as well, who had been the, uh, was he the associate or just an assistant? Uh, he had been at, at Providence prior um, on, under that previous staff there. Um, so Kevin Cassis led the Lehigh offense this year. And this Lehigh offense, you know, if you're going to look at teams, possible like, you know, under-the-radar offenses or units, Lehigh offense is, is one good one to, to mention. Uh, they were top 20 scoring offense this past season. 13.73 goals per game. You had Scott Cole helping to lead the way there. Um, th that attack unit, that offense was was, was fantastic this past season. Um, really a, a great season that they had. Uh, Lehigh went 10-5 overall, 6-2 and two in the Patriot League. They uh, lost in the Patriot League title game to Army. So, uh, it, really, an incredible season Lehigh is coming off of, and Cassis led that offense. So, uh, and he has led the offense at times uh, pre prior during his stint at Lehigh as well. Um, you know, spent 16 seasons there in Bethlehem, and uh, you know, a plethora of success. He's the winningest head coach in Lehigh history. Uh, 139 105 is his record. 139 wins, 105 losses. He led the Mountain Hawks to three NCAA tournament appearances 2012, 2013, 2021. He leads the program, as I said, as the winningest head coach. He was there for 16 seasons. Absolute splash high, higher at Virginia. And when you look at this team and, and what they bring back, Obviously, Connor Schoenberger is back. That's the big name. You look at a guy like Griffin Schutz, some of these younger players that are expected to step up as well. Big names there across the board. Virginia's been recruiting off the radar, off the charts here. They already were under Dom Stalger. Seems to have been taken to another level, or you could say at least sustained with, um, with Lars Tiffany. Now, um, before we get to the, the, the Lehigh aspect of this, I do want to mention uh, some news that came out uh, just before recording this here on Monday night. Uh, also pertaining to Virginia, uh, they have landed the Division Three Player of the Year, Jack Bowden, from Tufts, uh, per uh, Ty Zanders, inside of lacrosse. He will play his fifth and final season of college cross at Virginia. So you are getting another big piece of this offense here for Cassis to work with. 69 goals, 88 assists uh, this past season. Won the Turnbull Award in Division Three. 
helped the Jumbos to a national championship game. Uh, was fantastic this past season for um, for Tufts. You know, I'd have to go and and look at uh, exactly kind of um, his film. I only watched Tufts in that national title game. Uh, I'll have to go back and look at, at his film to kind of get a better picture of like where he could fit here. Uh, but, you know, Virginia has typically gotten guys in the transfer portal that can play attack slash midfield, play that kind of, you know, flex position, if you will. Um, and, you know, he's possibly another one of those guys. I, just from what I saw in the national title game and from the highlights I watched, uh, the clips I watched before uh, coming on the spot, uh, hitting the cold here. Um, so we'll see what he does. Um, you know, he is a Canadian kid from north of the border as well. And, and like when you look at Virginia, they lose not only Sandra Dixon, but Jeff Connor, Thomas McConvey, some other guys as well. Uh, some of the more... Some of the guys that added to that depth, added to that talent uh, this past season for the Cavaliers. So, a uh, big addition there for Virginia offensively, where they do have new offensive coordinator in Kevin Cassis, the former longtime head coach at Lehigh. Again, a, a fantastic hire, I would say, an absolute splash hire. Um, that really surprised myself as I saw that on Monday afternoon. Um, and, you know, it, it wasn't too too long after that we got the announcement from Lehigh that, yes, Cassis is gone, and yes, Will Scudder will be taken over as the head coach, will be elevated to the head coaching position. Um, look, Will Scudder is a guy who's been there. Uh, he played, he's an alum. He played there, uh, graduated in, was it 2011? Graduated in 2011. Was the primary face-off man for Lehigh, 2009-2010. He has been with the Mountain Hawks, with his alma mater. His wife is also an alma mater, uh, or an alum, excuse me as well, played women's lacrosse, if I understand that correctly, for the Mountain Hawks also. Uh, so a, a Lehigh dedicated, you know, life, lifestyle, you could say, uh, there for Will Scudder. He's been at Lehigh for a decade now, under, un, under Kevin Cassis, helped lead them to four Patriot League title uh, game appearances, two league titles, three NCAA tournament boats, uh, just has been a part of a lot of success there at Lehigh, has been the defensive coordinator for, um, what is it, uh, I think the past five or six years now, um, uh, since 2016, so 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, yeah, eight, eight, okay, eight years, he's been the um, defensive coordinator I think it's the past maybe four or five years he's been the associate head coach as well. Hasn't also had that tag. 
Uh, he's been instrumental in the recruiting, instrumental in the, the defense. Uh, also, coach, you know, faceoff, been, you know, helped to guide, you know, Mikey Sissel, Connor Gaffney, ton of great faceoff men there. And, and, and it's like those two in particular, like, fantastic at Lehigh the past decade. Um, two of the best faceoff men in program history. Mikey Sisselberg, obviously one of the best in college across the past three, four, five, three, four seasons. Um, and uh, one of the best of all time, certainly at Lehigh, just as a player overall. Um, and then you also look at, you know, not only that, but then these defenses, coaching guys like Craig Chick, um, you've got Richard Checo there now. You've got some really – you have had and do continue to have great defenses, good defense, top top 25, top 30 defenses at Lehigh. Scudder's been instrumental in leading those uh, since 2016. Uh, if you're going to promote a guy, this is the guy you're going to promote. Like, like if you're going to promote someone, you promote someone like Will Scudder. This is, and I don't want to compare the situation because, um, so Denver and Bill Tierney. I think the tea leaves, the writing was on the wall. Bill Tierney steps down, Matt Brown's taken up. I'm not sure it was as, and maybe this is because Lehigh is less of a, you know, name brand, if you will. Lehigh is a smaller school. Um, and, and I shouldn't say school, but smaller program. They have not won a national title. Uh, they don't have Bill Tierney as a head coach, right? Like, anytime you have someone like that as your head coach, your, your the, the, the eyeballs on you kind of grow. Well, Lehigh has been a good program, has been a sustained program. Under Kevin Cassis has been one of the best in the Patriot League, battling for a spot, at least in the Patriot League title game, every single year, practically, that he's been there. This has not been a, a, a program led by, you know, a, a six-time national champion. Um, so, situation is different, obviously. But when you look at the Bill Tony Matt Brown situation, you see parallels with that um, here at Lehigh, where... Coach Will Scudder is an alum, comes back as an assistant coach, you know, works his way th through the ranks at his alma mater, and eventually takes over as the head coach at his alma mater being Lehigh. We'll see how things end up here. I think this is the hire you make if you want consistency, if you want things to remain as they have been. It'll be interesting to see how Will Scudder is as the head man on the sidelines come February for sure. And while we got some head coaching news on Monday last week, also got some coaching carousel news on Friday as it was announced that uh, another promotion as Nicholas Colpitz has been promoted to the head coaching position at Queens, um, I don't know if he was ever technically named the interim head coach. I know he coached the final game of the season as the interim head coach for Queens, but I don't know if they technically ever stated like that he was 
continuing that in the summer. Um, but, but I guess that would assume if you make him the interim head coach for the final game of the season, I would assume you hold that title until it's um, until a new head coach is found um, or, or until you're promoted, which has happened with uh, Nicholas Colpitz being promoted to the head coach at Queens. Uh, he's been on staff for just one season. Uh, he was previously, I should mention, um, at uh, was previously a, a, a coach in the uh, Charlotte, the North Carolina area at Wingate uh, as a assistant there, Division Two Wingate, uh, who I believe is also they also in the SAC. Yes, they're also in the SAC, which is the conference that. Um, that Queens was in as a D2 member. So he competed against Queens as an assistant coach at uh, Wingate, helped them to three consecutive SAC titles, 2017, 2018, 2019. He was a volunteer assistant after that um, from, was it 2020 to 2022, I believe it was, at Jacksonville, was a volunteer assistant at Jacksonville for uh, two or three seasons it was um, that, that, that he was there um, and, and now you know, went to Queens as an assistant, part of Chris Panos' staff last year, um, and is, it, it is now um, the head coach. Uh, Queens went 1-8 and eight in ace on play last year. They went 2-12 and 12 overall. Uh, their first D1 win came over Hampton in February. Its first A-Sun win came over Detroit Mercy in early April. Um, I, you know, I've I, coming into like this coaching search, or coming into Friday, you heard some buzz around this coaching search that they wanted to... Uh, they were targeting sitting a, a sitting head coaches or coach or coaches in the Division Two realm, which I don't think is necessarily a bad thing. Um, I know some people say, well, "Why would you want to get a uh, guys coaching D two, a D one program?" Well, Queens is is moving up from D one to D two, excuse me, from D two to D one. They did that last year. They're going in the second year as a D as a D one program. Um, and we know I mean, guys like Mike Daly, guys um, across the board are coaching as uh, D1 head coaches that did not play Division One lacrosse, did not coach Division One lacrosse before that time. So that's not a necessarily a uh, barometer or a prerequisite to be a Division One head coach. Now, I don't think you're ever going to see maybe a Virginia or a Duke go that route because they don't have to, um, or, or a Maryland or a program like that. Uh, but at Queens and at, at most programs, that, that's not something I would knock anyone for. Um, I would not knock the program for this. Um, I, you know, I, and I've also heard people, you know, there's been some negativity that I've received um, in talking to some people and seeing some comments and stuff about this hire and people mentioning, you know, 
it was what they settled for what they could get. Kind of a sentiment. Um, you know, we'll see how things go. I think if you want to, you know, this is a guy that was already on staff, player was already familiar with. And I should say, while I've seen people and have heard from people say things of like, well, this is what they said, like they settled for what they could get, or for what they could afford, or what they wanted to pay for. I've also heard from people um, around the program, across the program, very excited about this hire. Very excited about this hire, about Coach Colpitts uh, being promoted to the head coach at Queens. Sounds like the players uh, broadly like him, love him. Uh, has the buy-in from the players, that's fantastic. We'll see how things go. It's not necessarily the route that I saw Queens going when the coaching search uh, initially opened up, um, but back on May 2nd, uh, but it's the route they went, and uh, we shall see how things go here for Queens in 2023. Uh, excuse me, 2024, moving forward under uh, head coach Nicholas Colpitz. Again, not the, not necessarily the route I saw them going. Not necessarily the route it looked like they were going to go even a week ago. But the route they end up going, and it'll be interesting to see how things go. Again, Colpitz has uh, coaching experience. You know, he, he is, I, I should mention, and and shout out to, um, was it Varsity Club, Lacrosse, whatever the Twitter is, um, for this stat. Um, Nicholas Colpitz, one of two Division One head coaches now, uh, who is a former MCLA player, played at St. Thomas. The other is Jim Lange, who played MCLA at Lindenwood, now the head coach at Lindenwood, so a, a cool little statistic there from this coaching hire or promotion, if you will, the Queens, Nicholas Colpitz, taking over as the head coach, and again, Queens, very small school, just getting into the Division One game this past season, uh, they've been successful as a Division Two program, had some very good success there, um, from what I hear, from what it sounds like, a hire that I think the players can very much buy into, the recruits can very much buy into, um, and, and one that we shall see, like all hires, how it exactly plays out with Nicholas Colpitts and Queens. Alright folks, that is it for today's episode. As always, Y'all can connect with us on social media at Lacrosse Bucket on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. LacrosseBucket.com, where it's always lacrosse season.